0: The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision.
1: Come in, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. How are you doing today? I had a seminar last night, which means I was out way too late which tends to make the next day an interesting show, to say the least. It's almost like a vial of truth serum comes out of me, so to speak. Um, Stock market at all-time highs yesterday. NASDAQ, S&P, Dow. Now, I'm not going to go all nuts on you, but where are the people that say the stock market's risky? Where are the people that say it's a casino? The market's at all-time highs. Where are you? I know where you are when the market goes down 5%, 10%, 15%. Where are you now? There's no mistaking the, the bullish bias going on. Now, I don't want you getting too caught up in it. I don't want you selling your, your uh, children to put extra money into the stock market. Don't do that. Don't sell the bicycles. Uh, keep, keep on living. But hopefully, you're maxing out your 401k. It's a bullish start right now. Um, the record highs have people feeling good. There's something going on called panic buying panic buying. You know what Panic at the Disco is, right? It's an alt-alternative rock band. You don't need to know that. Drop that thought from your head. Maybe we'll play them a little later in the show. Maybe we won't. There's a steady bid going on right now. That There's panic buying. And active mutual fund managers have to beat the markets. There's three quarters, four quarters of the year, three months, January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September. And at the end of September, it's time for the mutual funds to say, what don't we have in our portfolio that's done really well? Because when we send out our list of our top 10 holdings, we want everyone to think we're doing the right thing, even if we didn't do the right thing. So, PMI reading. Oh, no, not the dreaded PMI reading. Checked in at a 53.3 versus a prior reading of 54.6. It's disappointing. Mm-hmm. It's disappointing. But that didn't destroy the markets in Europe, and it's not going to destroy the markets here in the United States. The 10-year Treasury, is that going to do it? Miley Cyrus came in like a wrecking ball. Is the 10-year Treasury a wrecking ball on the market? Oh, boy, that's a good question. (laughs) Typically, it has been. But it doesn't always correlate the same day, the same week, the same month. So, that's a bit of a problem. We're going to head into the weekend. So, the 10-year Treasury, it's at 3.07 right now. As it continues to climb, and the, the, the economic data that we're seeing out there is strong enough to suggest that it should climb up back to three and a half percent. Maybe I'm not a Federal Reserve member, obviously, but maybe at somewhere around three and a quarter, three and a half, they go, okay, let's take our foot off the brake for a second. We don't have to drive that tenure that much higher. We can always lower it in the future if we need to. We can always raise it, but let's see how the market digests this. But the market's digesting things at all time highs right now. So, you can't blame the Fed for wanting to get some wiggle room and potentially fight inflation. You've got to fight for your right for inflation. Carolina farms could take billions in losses. The most tragic one that I've heard recently is how many chickens And I know you're saying this is tragic. Human life is much more tragic than chickens. Millions of chickens drowned. And the government, the government's going to help out, but still, someone has to get in a bulldozer or dig a big hole, push the dead chickens in a hole, maybe start a fire or something. I don't know, dead, dead, I don't know. But tobacco plants have been battered and bruised, and they ain't going to make it. So if you have a tobacco thing, you might be paying more for your cigs down the road. Hurricane Florence is testing the resolve of farmers in the Carolinas. Too much rain. I know. California's like, bring on the rain. Give us rain. We'll do a little rain dance. We'll take some of your rain. But we don't want 20 inches in a weekend. Walmart is reportedly warned. uh Uh-oh. Dun, dun, dun. That'll have to raise prices because of tariffs. That's not good. And they basically said, you know, over the next year, it's going to be. There's going to be pressures because of the tariff actions. Now, you're like, Walmart sells junk made in China. There's a lot of truth to that. Um, But sometimes it's the threads, the cotton. Those costs are going higher because of the tariffs. Micron, who makes DMRAM and memories for your computer flash memory, think of them as a very important part of your phone, a very important part of your computer. They, too, are saying that um, there's pressures tied towards tariff actions. The strength of the Shanghai market today and this week rose 4.5%. That's a big week. You know, sometimes uh, when when I was a young man and I've studied the markets before I was even a young man, you know, if you got 8% in a year, sometimes the markets would move 1% a month. So when you see 4.3%, 4.5% in a week, it is pretty interesting. The Chinese government saying that they're going to provide some support tools that should help offset the impact from tariffs. Maybe they ease their currency. Maybe they just print some money. Uh, tough to say. It's so funny. Uh, printing money. Some presidents think they have the right to print money on whatever they want. Why don't I just print money? Put it in a suitcase, take it with me. Texas Instruments and, and McDonald's uh,
0: both
1: higher Unsizable dividend increases. So if you own shares in McDonald's, uh, they pay you a dividend. Two and a half percent. That's not too shabby, right? It's better than what you get at the bank. And, you know, a, a true financial planner will say, well, McDonald's has a lot more risk than what you do at the bank. It absolutely does. Uh, but with that said, we're all chasing yield. In the 90s, we were chasing Amy. And now we're chasing yield. We want to get our money working for us and make baby buddy. So when you buy a hundred dollars, one hundred and sixty dollars of McDonald's, it'll pay you two point five percent for the year. So which is roughly four dollars and four cents. So every ninety days they're gonna pay you a dollar and a penny. That's not bad. It's not bad. So there's some curve flattening in the treasury market. Boring. I can already see the tomatoes coming out of your bags, you're getting ready to pop me with them. The s p 500, okay, I'll get back to Sexy. I'm bringing Sexy back, me and Mr. Timberlake. The S&P 500's up only nine-tenths of 1%, just a skosh under 1%, bringing its year-to-date gain to 9.6% before dividends. That's pretty good. So we've had a 10 maybe 11%, 12% a year when, you, when we add in the dividends, it's depending on what your portfolio looks like. It depends on how much you know your uh, advisor talked to you into putting into bonds versus foreign markets. You can't just look at the Dow, uh, the S and P five hundred, and say, "Oh, it's up nine point six percent." If I'm not up nine point six percent, I'm firing my, my financial planner because that's not a financial plan. Putting all your eggs in one basket, with the S and P five hundred. I'm not saying it's a bad idea. I'm not saying it's a good idea. can all the broker or advisor taking any action on the stocks mentioned on the show. Um, so that's out there today. Oh, one minute I don't have to plug a seminar. I love it. <laughs> I love taking a break. Eight um, hundred. 800- thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Jeffries, an analyst, says AMD could triple its market share due to Intel's supply problem. I, any dip in AMD, it looks like it could be set up for an interesting pop higher. Jeffries raised its price target at $36 for AMD shares, predicting big market share gains for the chip maker due to Intel's processor shortages. Whoops. Someone at Intel is going to get, uh, how shall we say, hit with a stick. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, or Rob Black Show.
0: Catch Rob Black and
1: Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves, weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW, and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. And don't forget the weeknight replay at 7. I'm Rob Black, talking money, 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 and get this more money time for a stock talk moment stock a talk, talk with rob black black okay now follow me if you may fleet of footwear nike named for the greek goddess of victory is today's stock of the day stock i do currently own it's one of the world's number one well, it's not one of the world's it's the world's number one shoe and apparel company Nike designs, develops, and sells a variety of products and services to help in playing basketball, and soccer, football, uh, running, both men's and women's different training shoes, and other action sports. Nike markets sports-inspired products for children and various competitive and recreational activities to kind of kind of seed their future. They do golf, tennis, walking uh, endorsements. Um, they own Converse and Hurley, so they're not just the Nike brand. They sell through more than 1,000 owned retail stores worldwide, and some people are saying shoes are going out. Stores are going out of business. People don't want to go on a retail store. They have an e-commerce site to kind of uh, fight that. They sell quite well through Walmart.com. Quite well, not quite as well through Amazon. The selection Amazon has is, is quite honestly pretty weak. But I sign up for Nike emails, and every now and then I see a sale of 50% off, and I get the same pair. I always get not the same color, but the same size, the same fit, and same brand. So Nike is my stock of the day, and I want to go a little bit further into it, if I may. Judge. I hate people with nicknames like Judge. I hate it. I hate it. Things I hate. Someone has said at the seminar last night, like, you got a lot of hate in you. I'm like... You do know that it's embellished a little bit for radio, don't you? He didn't know. So, Nike share has just hit an all-time high. And Nike's been on my radio talk list now for 20 years. Go back 20 years, and you'll say, whoa, it's a great company. Do you think it's going to change in the next couple weeks, next couple years? It could make a mistake. It could sign, you know, a football player who then goes on a murdering spree. It could. And people are going to say, boycott Nike, let's all boycott Nike, they support a murderer. Right? They uh, heavily are tied towards things like Foot Locker. Uh, um, but it's the best performing stock in the Dow Jones Industrial Average this year. It's up 36%. The bulk of their gains have come in the last three months, and we all kind of know. And maybe we can get a little audio from that Just Do It commercial with Colin Kaepernick. Initially, the stock got hit on that news, but since that ad came out, it's up 14%. Colin Kaepernick, famous for starting the take a Knee" protest against racial inequality in America. Now, the valuation of Nike is starting to push high. So, anytime a stock's up 36% in a year, it's probably been at the table a little bit too long, eating pasta. And you know how pasta kind of sneaks up on you? It sneaks up on me. Uh, so it's always good for me to, uh, Italians do nice, slow two hour dinners because if you eat too fast, I mean, if you just, you're going to get, you're going to get full fast and your belly's going to hurt. So the valuation's high. I'm not crazy about it. I'm not telling you to go out and buy it today, but it's an iconic brand that does command a premium valuation. If I could tell my 12 year old self something right now, it would be stop obsessing about that girl who lives next to you. No, no. If I could tell myself. 12-year-old self-something, when it comes to buying stocks, you could buy Nike probably every year. You don't have to be right that year. It's a big blue chip company. Ooh, blue chip. It's not going anywhere. There was a survey out earlier this week by Wall Street firm Canaccord Genuity, who said the majority of consumers supported the cappuccinoic advertisement. It's a great ad. A sentiment that translated into a bump in sales. The stock has room to run from a technical perspective. No, I'm I'm not a technician. If they laugh at what you, think I, like you brand, I like the brand. I like the revenue. I like the product. I like the, the sales. I like the earnings. I like the margins. Uh, I'm not a big technical guy on stocks. I'll look at technicals, but I've never met a technician worth a million dollars who did it from like $20,000 to a million. I've, I've met the blowhards who are like, oh, you just form a double top. And as it blows out the top, it does a candlestick. I'm like, I don't see it. She look, look, right there, it looks like a candlestick. It's a head and shoulders candlestick. It's got dandruff. I'm like, stocks don't have dandruff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't mean to say that. So technicians don't work for me. They may work for you, but to me, they're kind of like you know the voodoo priestess in, in New Orleans. You know, the chicken bone stuff. Not me. I look at technicals. I like to see like the worst day ever when the market crashed. When Trump got elected, where did the stock go? When uh, 9-11 happened, where did the stock stop falling? When... You know, we go into the Great Recession. Where did the stock bottom at? That's important to me because that's showing me the worst day in the history. Now, are there going to be worser days in history? Sure. But I don't play the game of, of you know, got to be right, right, right now. Nike just sold out 61% more merchandise since the Kaepernick ad. It's not too shabby, right? Yesterday, he gets an upgrade from basically a company that used to be Freeman Billings Ramsey but they merged with another company called B Riley so now it's B Riley FBR I once was uh, uh, basically doing some sales calls um, kind of finding partners to work with at Freeman Billings Ramsey and it was the first company that I had visited in the early 90s who had this thing get this they bought their employees lunch and it was always you know they were encouraged to work at the lunchroom now that's like they were encouraged to stay in the building. Now that's, like, common, right? It's going to lose its advantage because California restaurants are going, Wah. All the Apple employees stay on campus and they don't come to the Cupertino restaurants. <laughs> I know, right? You're saying, did he just cry like a baby? He did. Uh, Nike expects 50 basis points of general, uh, gross margin leverage, driven by strong full-price sales, higher average selling prices, ASPs, an expansion of Nike direct business, offset by higher input costs. They've got something called a triple-double strategy, which I don't even know what the heck it is. But I guess a triple-double is something special in basketball. They still sell Jordans. Jordans in a wheelchair. He's in an old folks' home. And they still sell Jordans. I know Michael Jordan's going to come to my house and slap me tonight because I'm not in an old folks' home. But they got a Vapor Max, they got second half launches, color around the performance after the Kaepernick marketing campaign, the triple double strategy, and any new product launches for the remainder of 2018, 2019. This is a company that's doing great, and they kind of won America back. Now, there's a company called Adidas. You say Adidas, but if you're in a foreign country, they say it. Adidas. So is Adidas competition? Yeah. And then let's think of the next one, and it gets kind of tough. So, you may not like Nike. You may say, I like Under Armour. Under Armour is much better company. But until they hit the same level of sales, half the sales, it's tough to say, I like you at all. I see the stock going to 90 in the next 12 to 18 months. Easily. Somewhere in the 90 to 100 area. If the market is a, a decent market, if the market is to in a handbasket, some people book that 36% gain. That's stock talk. With Rob Black. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and your money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220, KDOW. I'm Rob Black. Money, 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 money investing in more. You can find me online at Rob Black Show. You can learn more about investing with some really good downloads at newfocusfinancial.com. It's newfocusfinancial.com. Everything there is free. Um, and you should try to educate yourself a little bit. Uh, please note that when you try to educate yourself on some financial websites, that the person writing the article could be 23 years old. He could be out of a liberal arts college in the South and have absolutely no understanding of business, but yet he's got a degree in literature, so he's going to try to you know, make it work with a, by blogging for a site that will take his writing and put it on their site. Be very cautious. Not only have I been doing this a long time on radio, which you don't do, and you don't have that tenure unless you're good, Um, but I've been doing it on TV. And the TV is the impressive part because, let me tell you, you get called out for almost anything. In 2006, right before the housing market crashed, I was pretty negative on housing. I was like, it's out of control. It was too much. People were doing stupid stuff. They were saying things like, Um, you know, if I buy three houses, do you think I could flip them in a year or four million dollars and buy 10 more houses? It it could happen. Rainbows could come shooting out of my butt. Not gonna happen, but it could. So when it comes to saving for the future, I want to get you back on track. And I want to say, oh, by the way, what I was trying to say about in 2006, people, people posted some stuff on Craigslist because Craigslist has this like public comment, area for television and radio, they were saying some savage, savage stuff about wanting me dead. Um, And Yahoo used to have message boards tied to every stock, and people would call my show, and uh, I used to get like 30 calls in an hour, and things have just changed. People don't want to call a radio show anymore. People don't want to know about what's the hot stock. Is it Nike or is it Bitcoin? It ain't Bitcoin. Um so I've had to change my show instead of just being, okay, you call you call the doctor and the doctor will say, What's your problem? What's ailing you, sir? Uh, I, I, I tell you what's ailing you. And uh, it's really easy sometimes to like help people, but sometimes it's really tough for them to accept that help. <sighs> By the time you're thirty, you should at least have your salary saved for retirement. Now let's all stop there for a second and think, did I have that? Hmm, not really. But by 35, you need to have two times your salary. By 40, you need to have three times your salary. Now, some jerk up in Modesto or in some cheaper part of California versus what where San Francisco, for instance, some jerks can go, I live great. I spend a lot less money than you do. So, yeah, so sometimes these numbers aren't right. So, by age 45, you should have four times your salary. By age 50, six times. By age 55, seven times. By age sixty-eight, times. By age 67, ten times. Now, I'm going to double all those numbers because I want to err on the side of caution. So at age 30, I want two times my salary. By age 40, six times. By age 50, 12 times. By age 60, 16 times. And then I'm going to be like, you know what? I'm probably pretty damn close. Because you start doing the math of right now, you you go to work, you get that salary, and you spend it to live. Something's going to happen when you turn 70. sixty-five, seventy. You're going to stop working. The company's not going to pay you anymore. You know, it's it's that's that's why it's that kind of simple to understand this. Keep in mind that this is just a generic formula. I've got a gym membership that's four hundred and fifty dollars a month. It's ridiculous. It's four hundred. $5 or something like that. Um, it's kind of a country club and I don't play golf and I don't play tennis. So what the heck am I doing? But then I go to 24 hour fitness and 24 hour fitness. I've seen stuff in the men's shower there that you can't unsee. You can't unsee. And then you look down at the drain and you're like, I, what is that? Ah. You know, it, it looks like the you know the plastic that's the size of Rhode Island floating around the, the ocean. It looks like something like that floating around the, the drains. So depending on your lifestyle, like I'm not going to have a $400 uh, swimming pool and gym membership when I, when I turn 60, 65, 70. Hopefully the boys will be off, frolicking, laughing, getting married, trying to figure out things on their own. So if I depressed you by telling you you need 10 to 20 times your salary before you retire, good. Wake up, America. If you're one of the Americans who doesn't have a 401K, don't stress that's when you start using a roth or a sepira. Uh, take good care of your health if you haven't saved money for retirement. there's little things along that those lines. consider like maybe your renaissance will come later in life. maybe you'll travel to, maybe you'll live in a foreign country where it is cheaper to live. consider it. and by foreign country i'm talking about oklahoma. <laughs> oh, let the emails come in for the oklahoman out there. Right, right? But the Oklahoma and I, you and I both know it doesn't have a computer or Whoa. a cell phone. They may have a clamshell. They may have an old flip phone or something, right? I know you're saying, don't pick on Oklahoma. My dad is from Oklahoma. I'm going to come there and slap you. We don't talk like that boy where we're from because we don't have teeth. But what's interesting about Oklahoma is they also don't have dentures. They just go toothless. So anyway, um, Hot stocks. They had a good week. All right, <laughs> a really, all right. They had a really, really good week, and it's funny because someone's going to rush into action sooner than later and have the pot investment show on KDOW. It'll be interesting to see if that actually happens because uh, KDW is owned by a Christian broadcaster. Will they say no? I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't. I don't play in that arena. Very funny. Canada's legalization of recreational marijuana use next month is not going to produce the high that investors think. Analysts are coming out there and warning you, just like analysts came out last year and said, we're warning you, be wary of Bitcoin. It potentially could go to zero. Now, it potentially could go to 19,000. Kramer uh, was on CNBC the other day. He's a fascinating bald man.
0: He's nuts! They're nuts! They know nothing!
1: Can I can I stop and and clap real quick for Mike Matthews? I said Kramer and within one tenth of a second he's playing Kramer? That's... I'm on the peninsula right now and he's on the South Bay. How the we're not making eye contact. Th- these aren't notes he's getting. You're fab, impressive. you're switched on, you're a bit of all right. Yes. Honestly, I've worked probably with let's just say 20 producers. And it was so bad at one point in time, I just I gave them numbers like number seven, number eight, number nine. Because it's not a glorious, fun job to get you brought up early and do a radio show. Um, but he does a good job. Uh, I say give him a raise. Let's pay a minimum wage plus 10 cents. Ooh. Anyway, um, a lot of analysts are out there warning you, be careful right now. Um, there's a lot of promise about it. There's a lot of talk of, will cannabis will the cannabis industry be the next um, alcohol industry? And, um, it's kind of a wild, wild west. So there's a company called Tilray, Canadian pot company. I talked about the global pharmaceuticals and how you have to think about partnering with cannabis producers as a hedge against the burgeoning marijuana industry. There's gonna be a lot of people who self-medicate. There's a company, there's an app out there that you can get now in California since they made it legal. They'll deliver marijuana to you in 30 minutes or less. It's like a Domino's pizza. You can get marijuana delivered to your house as fast as you can get a pizza delivered to your house. Wow, times have changed, right? Um, and people are like, "Well, I still grow mine." And that's that's gonna be one of the interesting things about the marijuana industry is we're legally allowed to grow it now too, it's x amount of plants or something like that. I don't know the laws. I'm just telling you, um, it's gonna be a roller coaster, and don't change the way you're investing. I know a lot of people who lost all their money on a company called MoviePass. I loved MoviePass the service. I hated MoviePass the stock. MoviePass the service was awesome. You can go to unlimited movies for $9.99 a month. Heck, it's, like, it's almost like a babysitter, right? Hey, kids, you're going to go see another movie today. <laughs> and then they started changing the rule, only one per day. Only one blockbuster per month and things like that. And that stock just got obliterated because you can't, that wasn't a business model. You know what's funny? Someone's going to figure out that business model. You're already starting to see AMC modify it and say, okay, well, how about we give you one free movie a month and 20% off concessions yeah, for 12 bucks a month? No, we, we want that unlimited thing. So we'll see where it goes. Um, but be careful in the cannabis thing. I'm not saying don't do it. You're a big boy, you're a big girl. Um, just know that, you know, you're gonna have to clean up uh, whatever mess could potentially happen. So don't go all in. Every time I've ever gone all in, well, not every time, anytime, you know, when you're playing blackjack, and you're like, I'm exhausted. I've been at this table for three hours. I'm going to bed. Honey, come to bed. Going all in is a dangerous move, people. You see it in not very well, more often than not. Hey, I'm Rob Black. You're not. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show. Um, Drop me a line. Rob at RobBlackShow.com. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at KDOW.biz or on the KDOW radio app. It's a good day to be you. Disney's up today on news that it has a million paying subscribers for its ESPN Plus streaming service, which it launched five months ago. If you're skeptical, ESPN would find many takers for a $5 a month service. Join the club. Disney isn't providing any detail about what was driven the pickup of the service. But one big caveat, I it said that it's converted subscribers to ESPN's existing insider service, which gave hardcore sports fans access to bonus ESPN articles. Everyone is in a rush right now to launch their own direct-to-consumer subscription streaming service. This is going to eventually be bad news for Netflix. But Netflix said or saw the writing on the wall a few years back and said, you know, we better start doing our own programming. And otherwise it's a joke because they have to use other people's programming and they could say, we don't want to give it to you. So Disney's going to be a big boy. They're going to be a big boy. Um, by 2020, I think they get bigger and stronger as a company. And I think there's subscription services that they'll be launching around Star Wars and, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, superheroes and things like that. They've got quite the content. Anyway. um, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Grisabella. Grisabella. That's a sad, sad play. I was reading a little bit more about it during uh, uh, the commercial break. And, um, you know, a lot of artists have recorded... Oh, God. No, no. It's all about the junkyard. Grisabella. She wins. She gets the ninth life. She was the glamour cat at one point in time. But as she got older, she got mangier. Listen to this poem. This is uh, from T.S. Eliot that he wrote for his godchildren. Remark the woman who hesitates toward you in the light of the door, which opens on her like a grin. You see the border of her coat is torn and stained with sand. And you see the corner of her eye twist like a crooked pen. So there you go. That's Grizabella. That's the description of Grizabella. We mark the woman who hesitates towards you in the light of the door, which opens on her like a grin. You see the border of her coat is torn and stained with sand. <coughs> kind of crazy, right? Anyway, um, I'm dropping that. Um, markets are at all-time highs. I'm not saying it's time to break out the bubbly, but markets are at all-time highs. Kilroy, the pot stock... Sp- Captivating Wall Street gives up double-digit gain as the wild ride continues. There's not a lot of uh, shares. and These are all Canadian companies because Canada, cool with marijuana. United States, we may have five bars on every block, not cool with marijuana. Is marijuana going to be the next alcohol industry? If so, there's going to be a lot of Canadians getting rich. And you're going to see more and more American companies embrace and partner and maybe even start their own publicly traded companies. Right now, I would say the pot industry feels like it's on the verge of a gold rush. Be careful. But I'm not saying no, just be careful. Eventbrite soars 60% at the market debut. That's a good day. Shares of Eventbrite opened at $36 a share. ticker symbol is EB. A growing pool of tech companies are hitting the market this year. Companies like Spotify, Dropbox, DocuSign, Zuora, Domo. Domo. Domo, Domo. But Eventbrite is one of the ones that does online ticketing. Is it going to be an option at some point in time? Is it going to be an option for... Hold off on Domo or Wargato. Domo is actually a company that... I'm talking about Eventbrite right now. Uh, But Eventbrite charges creators for the tickets people buy to attend events. Last year, more than 203 million tickets were issued through the service. Tiger Global owns 21% of Eventbrite. So, call your capital, owns 20%. Um, So, it's a successful IPO. Wall Street's kind of rocking right now. I hate to you know be the guy who says that. Um, we're at all-time highs on the S&P 500, all-time highs on the Nasdaq, all-time highs, close to all-time highs on the Nasdaq, all-time highs on the Dow Jones Industrial Average, and I'm not going to say I told you so. But doing this for 20 years, I've been saying you got to stay long in the market, you got to believe in capitalism, and I think I've been right for 20 years. Yes, from 2000 to 2002, a lot of people called me an idiot. And 2008 time period where the markets dropped swooshed fast because of the Great Recession um, led to the greatest bull market of all time, the one we're in right now. We are on a, It looks like a 10-year winning streak. Um, so for those of you who are doubters, stop it. Come join the crowd and say, this is a game that I'm going to play for the long term. Maybe the returns won't be 10% every year. Maybe they'll be 8% or 6% or 5%. Um, but it's going to be better than the home yon, and it's going to be a, uh, way better than the home you own over time. And it's, it's your 401k is kind of a magical thing, all things considered. So um, it's a great way of saving for retirement. Women live longer than men, and they tend to marry older. So there is a lot of problems that women encounter later in life that men don't. My mom is one of them. My dad's been dead for 20-plus years. My mom's still alive. Um, and we got to start thinking about this. At some point in our life, we've got to start being nicer to the people that we love. Women, on average, earn less, take more time out of their careers for caregiving, and live longer. Three reasons that they end up more likely to be poor in, in retirement after their husband dies. Uh, widows faced typically a 50% or more decline in household income. Financial planners are told, listen to them, listen to them, don't push them into decisions because there's something about that um, that makes people uncomfortable. For the record, Domo, you want to say thank you to them. Um, They do analytical software that streamlines a company's data into one easier-to-read format. That's what they do. I'm Rob Black. Meet me tonight in Los Altos, Los Gatos, Los Gatos, Los Gatos. Uh, at the Toll House Hotel, 6.30 to 8.30. You'll we'll probably be there probably around 5.45. i like you to get in there early. I'd love to see you. Um, bring your questions. CFP Chad Burton will be talking about income and retirement. Estate planning issues with uh, Michelle Lerman. I'll be talking a little economy. Uh, and it's a good day to do it because the markets are all-time high. Sign up at Rob Black's show for tonight in Los Gatos, the Toll House Hotel. Use code RADIO25 to get in for free.